Hey y'all, welcome back as we continue through to Deuteronomy and Moses' final speech to God's people with chapter 12, verse 1. These are the decrees and regulations you must be careful to obey when you live in the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, is giving you. You must obey him as long as you live. When you drive out the nations that live there, you must destroy all the places where they worship their gods. High on the mountains, up on the hills, and under every green tree, break down their altars and smash their sacred pillars, burn their asherah poles, and cut down their carved idols, completely erase the names of their gods. They, they're entering a very pagan nation that is full of false gods and false idols, and God wants to make sure as they move into these places that every false idol and every false god and any remnant of it is removed from the land before his chosen and set-apart people reside there. In verse 4, Do not worship the Lord your God in a way that these pagan peoples worship their gods. Rather, you must seek the Lord your God at the place of worship he himself has chose from among all the tribes, the place where his name will be honored. There you will bring your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tithes, your sacred offerings, and your offerings to fulfill a vow, your voluntary offerings, and your offerings of the firstborn animals of your herds and flocks. There your families will feast in the presence of the Lord your God, and you will rejoice in all you have accomplished, because the Lord your God has blessed you. Your pattern of worship will change. Today, all you are doing, you are all doing as you please, because you have not yet arrived at the place of rest, the land the Lord your God is giving you as your special possession. But you will soon cross the Jordan River and live in the land the Lord your God is giving you. When he gives you rest from all your enemies and you're living safely in the land, you must bring everything I command you, your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tithes, your sacred offerings, and your offerings to fulfill a vow to to the designated place of worship, the place the Lord your God chooses for his name to be honored. The Canaanites worshipped a lot of idols, and they even offered child sacrifices. And Israel must never be swayed and never be taken away into their ways. And they need to be reminded to remember God, to keep God central and keep God at the center of our heart. Our lives will go in the way that our hearts desire. And they want to, he's reminding them to keep God at the center of every piece of their life. In verse 12, you must celebrate there in the presence of the Lord your God with your sons and daughters and all your servants. And remember to include the Levites who live in your towns, for they will receive no allotment of land among you. Be careful not to sacrifice your burnt offerings just anywhere you like. You must do so only at the place the Lord will choose within one of your tribal territories. There you must offer your burnt offerings and do everything I command. But you may butcher your animals and eat their meat in any town whenever you want. You may freely eat the animals with which the Lord your God blesses you. All of you, whether ceremonially clean or unclean, may eat that meat, just as you now eat gazelle and deer. But you must not consume the blood. You must pour it out on the ground like water. 
So they're keeping the blood sacred. The blood is the lifeblood of the being, and it has to say, stay sacred to God's chosen people because it points to Jesus. Jesus' lifeblood is going to be spilled out on the cross, and that sacred sacrifice is what is going to cleanse God's people from their sin and unrighteousness and in turn cleanse them and make them righteous so they can come before the throne of God with boldness and without fear. In who we worship and how we worship, it makes a huge difference as to whether will truly experience true joy. If we worship God truly with our whole heart and soul, we'll experience true joy in Him. In verse 17, But you may not eat your offerings in your hometown, neither the tithe of your grain and new wine and olive oil, nor the firstborn of your flocks and herds, nor any offerings to your sacred offer, nor any offerings to fulfill a vow, nor your voluntary offerings nor your sacred offerings you must eat these in the presence of the lord your god at the place that he will choose eat them there with your children your servants and the levites who live in your town celebrating in the presence of the lord your god in all you do and be very careful never to neglect the levites as long as you live in the land when the lord your god expands your territory as he promised and you have the urge to eat meat you may freely eat meat whenever you want It might happen that the designed place of worship, the place the Lord your God chooses for his name to be honored, is a long way from your home. If so, you may butcher any of the cattle, sheep, or goats the Lord has given you, and you may freely eat the meat in your hometown, as I have commanded you. Anyone, whether ceremonially clean or unclean, may eat that meat, just as you do now with the gazelle and deer. But never consume the blood, for the blood is the life, and you must not consume the lifeblood with the meat. Instead, pour out the blood on the ground like water. Do not consume the blood, so that all may go well with you and your children after you, because you will be doing what pleases the Lord. Take your sacred gifts and your offerings given to fulfill a vow to the place the Lord chooses. You must offer the meat and blood of your burnt offering on the altar to the Lord your God. The blood of your other sacrifices must be poured out on the altar of the Lord your God, but you may eat the meat. Be careful to obey my commands so that all will go well with you and your children after you because you will be doing what is good and pleasing to the Lord your God. When the Lord your God goes ahead of you and destroys the nations and you drive them out and live in their land, do not fall into the trap of following their customs and worshiping their gods. Do not inquire about their gods saying, how do these nations worship their gods? I want to follow their example. You must not worship the Lord your God, the way the other nations worship their gods, for they perform their God, for their gods very detestable acts that the Lord hates. They even burn their sons and daughters as sacrifices to their gods. So be careful to obey all the commands I give you. You must not add anything to them or subtract anything from them. And here we have love and worship God. Have a full and complete soul devotion to God. And this pagan these pagan rituals and pagan gods that these nations follow it's also a justice issue it opposes god's character and god's design moloch was a god of of the pagan nations and they had a statue of moloch where they would when his hands were out and they would make his hands burn red hot and then they would put their babies on his hands and watch them burn and That was just what they did because that's what they did for this Moloch God. And God's like, this is detestable. Do not burn your children. In chapter 13, verse 1, 
Suppose there are prophets among you or those who dream dreams about the future and they promise you signs or miracles and the the predicted signs or miracles occur. If they then say, come, let us worship other gods, gods you have not known before, do not listen to them. The Lord your God is testing you to see if you truly love him with all your heart and soul. Serve only the Lord your God and fear him alone. Obey his commands, listen to his voice and cling to him. The false prophets or visionaries who try to lead you astray must be put to death, for they encourage rebellion against the Lord your God, who redeemed you from slavery and brought you out of the land of Egypt. Since they try to lead you astray from the way the Lord your God commanded you to live, you must put them to death. In this way you will purge the evil from among you. Suppose someone secretly entices you, even your brother or your son, or daughter, your beloved wife, your closest friend, and says, let us go worship other gods, gods that neither you nor your ancestors have known. They might suggest that you worship the gods of peoples who live nearby or who come from the ends of the earth, but do not give in or listen, have no pity, and do not spare or protect them. You must put them to death. Strike the first blow yourself, and then all the people must join in. Stone the guilty ones to death because they have tried to draw you away from the Lord your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of slavery. Then all Israel will hear about it and be afraid and no one will act so wickedly again. When you begin living in the towns the Lord your God has given you, you may hear that scoundrels among you are leading their fellow citizens astray by saying, let us go worship other gods, gods you have not known before. In such cases, you must examine the facts carefully. If you find that the report is true and such a detestable act has been committed among you, you must attack that town and completely destroy all its inhabitants, as well as all the livestock. Then you must pile all the plunder in the middle of the open square and burn it. Burn the entire town as a burnt offering to the Lord your God. The town must remain in ruin forever. It may never be rebuilt. Keep none of the plunder that that has been sent apart for destruction. Then the Lord will turn from his fierce anger and be merciful on you. He will have compassion on you and make you a large nation, just as he swore to your ancestors. The Lord your God will be merciful only if you listen to his voice and keep all his commands that I'm giving you today and doing what pleases him. Moses is not messing around here. There's a lot at stake. And not trusting in Christ completely is really not trusting in Christ at all. He's saying, put your entire soul in trusting God and don't allow any of the evil in the pagan nations even creep in a tiny bit. Don't allow it. Keep the boundaries strong and keep the boundaries firm. And that's the same today. We live in a very sinful world. The enemy is ruling the earth right now and we are in a battle constantly every day we have to lay our crosses down daily and if we don't and if we don't trust god completely with all our hearts it is so easy to let just just a little bit sin that maybe doesn't seem so bad in and creep in and then pretty soon it's taken over and completely destroys your life we need to keep our boundaries strong we need to keep our boundaries firm and we need to keep christ at the center of our forethoughts our back thoughts our middle thoughts our We need to work as if we're working for the Lord. Like everything we do should be surrounded around God. We should have that whole soul devotion to God because not trusting in Christ completely is truly not trusting in Christ at all. I hope you all are having a great day and we'll continue on tomorrow.